Black Arts Cinema Podcast coming back at you. Oh, yeah. It's me, Fletcher. Joining me as always. Me. Mr. Whitehead. I should say, a.k.a. Mr. Frank Whitehead. No, no, no. We have... We have another he's, guest. He's here. Frank White himself. Ooh. Woo! JB's with us. Yeah, What's yeah, up, guys? Actually, Thanks for having me. Gyrating. I heard that. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and tell you if you don't know what those references are. We watched one of my favorite movies that I've shown to Whitehead over the years, and we watched it again because I just watched it, and JB had never seen it. We watched one of the, I think, most underrated gangster movies, period, uh, and one of the best movies, uh, nineteen ninety, of of that decade, and a great Christopher Walken performance. And Lawrence Fishburne, too, and everyone else, but King of New York is the movie. Oh, yeah. What a great movie. Yeah, I, I, I was on, when Fletcher showed it to me, can you pinpoint? I want to say it was all the way back at Blake's house. That's how long it's been. The first time. Oh, yeah, that's a long time ago. Either way, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, holy fuck, this is so good. Why have I never heard of this? Because Christopher Walken, I mean, there was a lot of big pe- big names in it, and I was like, why have I never heard of this? Such a great movie. Steve Buscemi being in the movie for all of 20 minutes, maybe. Uh, Maybe even even him, just a young Steve Buscemi, so great. Uh, the guy from more of them. Well, the guy from CSI, the the ginger, um, uh, David Caruso. So uh, it was. It that, was this great. is the only thing I've ever really seen him in that I liked. It, it's weird to Same. think. Th- it, uh, it's weird to think though too. Like this is even like two years before Buscemi did Reservoir Dogs. Hmm. So he he probably wasn't even this. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't an actor or nothing, but he probably wasn't the, the name he was when this came out in 1990. And I mean, Christopher Walken, yes, yeah. And I, I always thought it was crazy. This is, the, I think, the first thing Lawrence Fishburne did after he played fucking Cowboy Curtis on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> you forget? Pulled the yeah. Played, I forget. Played one of the most insane characters. <laughs> goofy oh my as god! Shit. What, what was his name in the movie? Uh, oh, oh, uh, I thought you meant from Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, uh, no, uh, uh, Jimmy Jump. Jimmy Jump. Jimmy so Jump good. is such a yeah. wild, mad dog of a character. Like I love it's very much in the um, you guys compared it to uh, New Jack City, which yeah. I have seen. It was I, very much in that flavor. I thought it was very very good. Jimmy Jimmy Jump would have fit in perfect. Yeah, I in that uh, movie. I went back and watched New Jack City after Whiteheads because I like New Jack City too. I think Jimmy Jump would have took down Nino Brown though, and I think uh, I told you I texted you later, and you're like, "Yeah, I can see it too." Nino was cool. But fucking Jimmy, Jimmy Jump was, was just ins- fucking insane. Was, le- was legit insane and uh, deadly, and loved what he was doing. Yeah, did not give a shit. Um, Dude, man, that motherfucker got slayed, laid, and played. <laughs> when he asked him what happened, and then of course the infamous, I heard that. I heard. I that. heard that. So uh, do we, do we want to get in about like the plot of the movie? I don't want. I don't really want to spoil anything. Yeah, I kind of want everyone to watch this one, but. Uh, uh, basically, just a quick thing. At the beginning, F- Frank White, Christopher Walken gets out of jail. Prison. Or, yeah, prison, right? And uh, He's been in there for like 10 years. Do what, JB? Can I have the headphones? If you want them, yeah. I, after we set up, I don't use them anymore. But um, yeah, he gets out and basically jumps back with his crew, which at first you don't know who it's going to be, but it is Lawrence Fishburne and the boys. Who just got done... Fucking wrecking people the night he got. <laughs> yeah, pretending to to make a drug deal and then like here's they're like here's a briefcase of money. I've been talking mad shit to your face, straight to your fucking face the whole time. But I'll go. It's, with all, the deal. it's all tampons. Yo, get me a soda. Yo, yeah, get me a soda. give me a soda. B. 
Yeah, makes him makes the other guy uh, second hand go get him some soda. But yeah, hands him a briefcase full of uh, tampons, and the guy's like, "What the fuck are these for?" And he's like, "For the bullet holes." And, uh, for bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and then like his gang turns on the the Spanish gang or whatever, whoever they were, the coke dealers. Yeah, they basically just shot a bunch of coke dealers and took all their coke in an airport hotel. Yeah, and uh, just wrecked them. And that guy in the phone booth got it bad too at the beginning. Yeah, that was really bad. It was like four dudes with machine guns just gunning a dude And, and, down. Then, and then took that screwdriver, in, which I never thought about that ever, but like they just wedged the door, the little slidey door for the phone booth shut, and you're just in a glass. It was actually very tactical, or tactical, I guess, for, yeah. for uh, thugs. But basically the premise of the movie is Christopher Walken's gotten out of jail. He wants back into the game, but he wants to help the community. And he does say, I want to be the mayor of New York. Yeah. But he's juiced in, like, with a bunch of... He's got some great lawyers that let him rub elbows with some high-class people, and he's trying to get, like, hospitals built. But he's also taking over New York. Like, he's fucking killing the Italians, the Chinese. He wants to run the underbelly and the upperbelly? Or overbelly? And give it back to the community. He's very much tied into... And, and this is why I want the prequel to actually happen someday. Yeah. Oh yeah, you I forgot to mention the prequel. Yeah. But d- did he learn about in in prison the um, how the upper crust? I mean, did it happen before he went to prison? Did he learn about it in prison? I figured he knew. But I figured he, he, knew he, some he learned that people. you know uh, uh, he realized the errors this of is the how system. you you get shit done yeah. and how you grease the cogs. Who gets bribed? Who? Uh, how you get uh, the major the major point is that he's trying to get a hospital uh, either green or not greenlit but like uh, trying to keep a hospital um, open in a poor neighborhood yeah. yeah keep it open and there's some there's some you know turn of the century 1900s American stuff where you're 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 sort of uh, uh, buying votes with that with a neighborhood a, a city block. You keep that hospital open, and and then suddenly Frank White is is you know the man to yeah like to I, solve all your problems. I think his long term goal, even though he didn't straight say it out, and I, I, he asked, I can't remember if it's the cop. I, I can't remember if it's the cop, but uh, someone asked like, "What do you want, Frank?" He's like, "I want to be the mayor." I think he wasn't joking. I think he literally would probably want to go into politics yeah. for real. Yeah, because he could he could run the he could be the front, and then Jimmy Jump and the rest of the guys. Could run the underside of it. Yeah. Like, it was the perfect setup if he could have pulled it off. And he was... And he did have a weird... It doesn't come until the end, but I like that monologue he gives about, like, why he killed some of these other criminals, even though he himself is a criminal. And he's like, those are bad people. I fucking killed them. You know, he was talking about that guy pimping out 13-year-old girls and shit, and uh, Larry Wong renting tenement houses to... To poor Chinese people and shit. Like, he did have... He had reason, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He had some sort of mission. And I, too, would have... This is like the mid-2000s when I brought that up. I was curious to see them do a prequel. Because he obviously had a whole history before, but you don't really need it in the context of just this movie. Yeah, like, he gets out. all, all Like, all the... I don't know. All the bad people respect him enough to, like, you know... Not fuck with him. Not fuck with him, but all the rich hoity-toity people, bankers, lawyers, are just like, oh, sh- oh shit, hey, Frank. You're like, out. Yeah, there yeah. Were, some of them were happy. Yeah, that, some kept their distance, but some... It, it's. I mean, it, there were some uh, 
some Godfather parallels. I mean, if you think about in the Godfather where he was like, he was like, we're going to keep running the, 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 the ponies and we're going to keep running the gambling and everything, but we don't want the, um, the Corleone Corporation yeah, the to be cor- fucked uh, over to, by to be dealing drugs. So like he knew like we're bad people, but we're not. There's worse not, people. Yeah, there are bad people, and there are some very bad people in this movie. But I, I've always just assumed I appreciated that his time in prison. He saw kind of what we were talking about before we started recording. Just the whole era of the system of the war on drugs. Like basically, to me. This movie's kind of like a super innocence condensed version of The Wire. I've never, seen, I've never seen The Wire. Omar's my favorite character, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand what you're talking about, Fletcher. I mean, the 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 CIA introduced crack. You know, Barry Seal. I mean, yeah. I get what you're saying. You know what we're talking about? Uh, the oh, Gary Fox. Gary Webb. Gary hmm. Webb. Gary Webb. Yeah, look <laughs> him up. Google Gary Webb sometime, y'all. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, but in terms of all that, I, I guess I enjoyed that he at least had a. Like to me, when people talk about Scarface, which I, I enjoy the original and the Al Pacino remake. Um, Wait, what? The original. The per- Sc- you didn't know the Pacino one's a remake? I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, the the the, uh, the first one was done in like nineteen thirty two or thirty three. I it's think. True. It's true. It's, I did uh, not know that. It, it's directed by uh, it, Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. the the guy that's. The aviator, the aviator in real life. You know, uh, hmm. They made that biopic. About he did a couple movies. Even though he was mostly known for aviation, he did a couple movies. But he did Scarface like in the 30s. or Yeah, I think 32, Yeah, I had no idea. That's fucking wild. It's, a, it's more of a prohibition set one because it's the 30s or whatever, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a remake of that. That's why at the end of Scarface, it says uh, in memoriam or thanks, like the first thing for the credits is Howard Hughes and Ben Hawk, which was one of the producers of it. But he's talking about the air, the, the uh, aviator Howard Hughes, which is they've got a biopic movie with DiCaprio. Yeah, it, it's a Scorsese movie, but uh, but yeah, but you know, rappers always talk now about Scarface, but their ha- Biggie has talked about Frank White. I'm pretty sure has mentioned has dropped Frank White in a song. Hmm. And he's talking about King of New York because this is like one of the dopest gangster movies. It is really good because he is hard as fuck. Oh my god! Well, the other thing there is the racial component. He's He's a white man, and Working it's in New black. York, and it's the late 80s, early 90s. There was some, there might have been a little bit of racial tension in America. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Rodney and- King. And, you know, being a white man in power, but looking out for, I mean, he's trying to raise funds and keep a a majority-minority uh, hospital in, in power. Well, that I mean... Can- that Italian guy brings that up because uh, apparently he was working with Jimmy Jump and everyone before he even went into prison. The 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 one he shoots, yeah, he pisses he, on, yeah, or the one that pissed on his messenger, and then he went back and talked to him and then killed that guy because he said something about you think you're gonna live to spend that money, Frank, and he just straight up gunned him down right there. But he made a, a slur or something about him working with Jimmy Jump and black people and stuff. But at the beginning. When he when Jimmy Jump comes up to the hotel where he's staying at the plaza, and there's that kind of tense moment because you're like, okay, these guys have been killing everyone so far in the movie, and then it's you know, pop pop, woo, and then you realize they're all friends. Uh, he says something to Jimmy like, "How come you never came and saw me, man, while I was upstate?" And he's like, "Who the fuck would want to see you in a cage, man?" So I guess I like that they did little stuff to establish that like they've known each other, yeah, since before he went in, and I guess Frank was just cool and was like, "Hey." 
why has it got to be like Italians can only work with Italians or or uh, Chinese mob people can only work with Chinese? Like we can all work together. Yeah, because like he, in some weird way, Frank was super positive and progressive. Yeah, because he had because yeah, there were some white guys on in his crew and there were some black guys. Yeah. And um, uh, fucking Escobar, uh, the like, actor, came with him from the Italian. Oh, yeah. yeah I, oh, man. Uh, it's weird seeing him with hair. That actor, I mean. Breaking Bad. Are yeah, you talking about Breaking Bad? Um, no, no. We're talking about Escobar from Nip Tuck. Oh, who am I thinking of? Uh, you're thinking of Escobar from Breaking Bad? Uh, Gian- Giancarlo uh, uh, Esposito. Uh, Esposito. Oh, man. My dude. Well, that's Gus. Uh, yeah. Escobar was his... Yeah, I know who you're talking. Uh, yeah, um, He's got to beat that guy to death in the first like couple episodes. In the first season of, of Breaking Bad, that he was just like, "Yeah, man." Yeah, yeah he, he beat that guy to death. Yeah. And was just like, "Yeah." So many good actors in this movie, man. Uh, yeah, like oh, we haven't mentioned it. Fucking Wesley Snipes is in this. Yeah, Nino the, Brown himself. Yeah, yeah. The flip side is uh, David Caruso and uh, Wesley Snipes. They're the cops, and they've got that old guy with him, uh, Vincent. Damn it. I forgot. His they name. also have some serious like Irish bravado. It's almost to like it. they're basting caps, but they're New York caps. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know, man. Like, like Fletcher said earlier, this is, I guess, the one the one thing that Caruso's in that I like him. Like, he does a decent do- job. I'm just not a big CSI fan. I guess is what I was. Ge- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Me neither. Me, no, me neither. He's um, not good. No. SVU or fuck off, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else. Hey, to say. the original CSI was good. You know. Wait, I said SVU or fuck Gil off. Gil Grisham? Wait, know? I thought SVU's Law and Order, right? Oh, yeah. Is dan, there a CSI dan, SVU? Dan, dan. No. No. Oh, okay, sorry. No, I got I'm confused. talking about Law and Order Special Victims Unit. He's a Dick Wolf writer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was always a, a, a fan of The Shield, as y'all know. Yeah, never never saw that either. Um, Just bits. Now, I know Better we're, than we're trying to Blue. avoid spoilers, but should we mention the ending? No. No, it's no. just the so ending cool. is, is, on it in a fucked up weird I way. Mean, yeah. The ending of this movie. I, I was in on this movie when you guys showed it and I went in completely like completely blind and I was in on this movie. I was from from jump, but the last five minutes of this movie I would recommend this movie. I'm gonna go ahead and give my rating of two thumbs up. Um there's well, I mean that part's cool, but there's also like so many other great parts of this movie. Yeah, so many badass shootouts, like the China or the Chinatown shootout, where they fight the Chinese. They come flying in on those limos. Yeah, dude, dude, Frank White pops up with an Uzi. That um, the when his place gets shaken or shaken down. Yeah, like that's a great scene. And then the, the then the then the other group that jumps in for the car chase, dude. Yeah. Immediately after that, like there's portions of this movie that are pretty. Hey you. That's all I'll say. Oh, hey, the you. subway scene. The subway scene. Yeah, I really that. appreciate it. Where he said, what was it? I, I, uh, uh, oh, those kids were going to rob him with a I knife. I mean, people, people like you, if you want some You need some, some work to come down the you pot. He gave him his water or whatever. What a badass. And those Who kids, gets and mugged and turns it around into a job for the interview. Like, yeah, and, they, and that dude shows up. And they he's came one out, of they the dudes. Later. Yeah, he's one of the dudes later in the, the club scene. Yeah. Mm. Frank, uh, I guess I don't know why I've always enjoyed it, but uh, Frank did have a very cool nickel-plated Browning high power for his weapon of choice, his sidearm, I should say. Yeah, because other than that, he rocked that Uzi. 
Uh, and he also had two badass female bodyguards. Bad he did. Bitches. That fucked bad him bitches. when he got out of prison, too. Yeah, but they fucked everybody, it looked like. Like, everybody in the gang seemed like they They were way piece. better than the... Uh, is she supposed to be the counselor that got him off the first time? She's pretty bad, too, though. Like She's she, kind of bad. fine. But give me the two bodyguards yeah. any day of the week. Shit, give me Woo. all three of them. Yeah, yeah, all three. Yeah, what Matt said, all three. Okay. And also... Three scoop ice cream, please. Also... Yeah. One cup of root beer. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, movie will make you want to drink some root beer. I guess I just like this movie a lot because it works on so many levels in terms of being a good movie. If you're into shit like Goodfellas, like me, or Scarface, or just mob movies in general, it's a good mob movie in its own right. Or just a straight-up action movie. Or it's a good straight-up action movie. It's good. It's just a good Christopher Walken movie, too, on that end. I mean, I mean, well, he's great in it. Same thing for uh, Fishburne. Like, yeah, this is hands down one of the wildest Fishburne performances. Because, like, um, okay, first off, I'm a nerd. JB is also a nerd. <laughs> we play D and D, and sometimes I like to think, like, what would Jimmy Jump do? do in this what situation? would Jimmy Jump do in this uh, situation? He was a total badass. So many people at the start of their career in this movie. It's so good to see. You know. Yeah, uh, just to be a nerd, and I guess it technically relates. Um, I have a friend, his ex-father-in-law had to travel a lot internationally, so he flew all the fucking time. So he's in all those, uh, you know, lounges and shit and airports. And uh, he texts my buddy, because my buddy's father-in-law knew I liked movies a lot, and he texts my buddy to send me a picture because he didn't have my number. And he's like, look who's sitting across from me, and it's from me to you, Whitehead, and we're about what... Seven feet apart. Yeah. It's just Lawrence Fishburne with his shoes off texting. And I've got that picture on my Google Drive still. Nice. And I, I I told my buddy, I was just like, hey, I don't know if your father-in-law will know the reference, but ask him if we'll go over to him and say, yo, can I get a root beer or something, man? I hurt my knee playing ball. You know, <laughs> I want to take some of these aspirins with it. You know, like, I, I was just like, he probably like, what the fuck? Mm. And, you know, we... We were born basically when this movie came, came out. out, and seeing the—I I don't want to call it a, a fucking time capsule. No, but you, like I think I know seeing what you're about to bring up and you the, the pop culture, the the way people lived in the major cities oh, back then. I it, love it's the dirty, so good. this '80s dirty, like late '80s oh, crime yeah. dirty. When he New gets York. out of prison right at the start, and he's, and he's riding around through. in the limo. Oh man, it's actually eerie at the beginning. Yeah, it is. Well, like, I thought it was going to be a horror like, movie. You're right. On the street and shit. Like, yeah, Jamie, I think you did say something like, was this a fucking zombie movie? What is this? Uh, the trash and the filth and the dirt and the dirty cars and all the two people smoking indoors. I mean, yeah. in New York. This was, this was at the same time as NWA. This was. Yeah. This was uh, um, early. Uh, who was who was East Coast? Biggie. Biggie. I mean, yeah. you mentioned him earlier. Such I, a good. I do know that this movie was pretty. Uh, I don't. I don't. I can say it. This is definitely a cult film at this point. Yeah. But I think a lot of uh, yeah. which it shouldn't be. Yeah, it should be much more mainstream, in my opinion. I think a lot of uh, from understood. I think it's in the commentary on the DVD you have, man. That uh, I think it might have been Lawrence Fishburne or someone was talking about like because like JB saying in real life a lot of gang shit was going on and uh, the crack em- epidemic. The critics and the general population kind of came down hard on this, which they did like in 84 when uh, I have a buddy that was 18 when Scarface and the first Terminator came out. And he's like, there was like 
parent groups protesting the violence in those movies. And at the time, he was like, I watched Sin City the other day. Scarface and Terminator don't have shit on, like, a mid-2000s violence. True, true. But, but I mean... Uh, this movie got a lot of backlash th- for that type of shit, I, I guess. I mean, there is some violent-ass scenes. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but there is a particular kill with a fire hydrant in this that the no- whoever did the sound on it... Holy shit. It, it, I think that's what we both said. Uh, I did the first time. Uh, like, oh, my. Like, there's some jaw-dropping kills in this. My face... Oh, man, I don't... Hey, you is all you gotta say. No, I'm not, I'm not too. even thinking of that. I'm thinking of, uh, <coughs> uh, I, I'll go ahead and say this. Uh, Wesley Snipes and Lawrence Fishburne, uh, their characters do not like each other in this movie. And, Mm-mm. uh, yeah, that, their little dynamic was probably, I don't know, leads to one of my favorite scenes in this movie. It's funny, this movie came out in 1990, and, you know, it's 2023, that's what, 33 years later, uh, I mean, seeing the the reaction yeah. of uh, my own personal reaction to this movie versus the, the 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 climate we're in now, it's it's it holds up so well. Yeah, um, there was shit. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. There was something I'm, I'm I'm I need to I'm trying to scan. There's one thing I want to talk about. Well, in, in the meantime, while while you think of that, Fletcher, do we? Want to do some ratings? I'll go ahead and give mine. I already have, but definitely give this two thumbs up. Four and a half stars out of five. Ten out of ten. Like this is this is yeah. a great movie. There's nothing. I cannot think of one bad thing in this movie. It's paced very well. It's only an hour and forty three minutes. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's just good all around. Right, That's why I don't really want to I mean, like as much as I want to get in and talk about certain scenes. I don't want to spoil it for people it, who've it, never seen it. Like. I'll be honest, see, like I said, I don't like the guy because I don't like CSI, but even the scenes without Walken or Fishburn, when it's like just the cops, they're good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that scene in the bar where he's like, I'm going to get Frank White. It's good acting on Crusoe's bar, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's a good performance. It, from every, from I don't, everybody, everybody. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so many stars. So many stars at the beginning of their career. So good. Yeah, and you know, by this point, Walken was established. And for me, it's a, it's a 10 out of 2 whitehead, just because, like I said, it's a good Christopher Walken movie. If you like Lawrence Fishburne, it's just a great, lesser talked about performance the, of his. Yeah, one of the wildest. And, uh, uh, it's just. It's he's just so, so gangster. He's like, so, so it's gangster. such a, a, a thing. I know everyone's like, oh, he's Morpheus and he's chill. Think about the other ne- the needle going completely all the way to the other side and around with Jimmy Jump. That's how unchill Jimmy is. Yeah, Jimmy is just ready to rumble, and he does not give a fuck. Like, he might oh. be the kind of guy, if he was your friend and you pissed him off, you might be like, he'll drop me. Yeah. If it gets bad enough. Yeah, he's, but he very, had loyalty, much, though, he's too. very much um, Jeremy Renner from, uh, from the town. Yeah. He's ready to, Jim, he's ready to go. And for as crazy as he was... He was, he's loyal to Frank. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Frank has probably told him about his plan of, hey, I want to get these hospitals and keep them open and shit. At the end of the day, as crazy as Jimmy Jump That's is, what's up, Frank. Jim, Jimmy Jump's not a bad person. Well, I mean, he is he's a bad, bad person. He's a very bad but, person. But he wanted yeah. to, he also wanted to do good. Every, everybody in that gang was cool. Was with it, Frank's would plan. Would have to be cool with that plan um, to go along with That's it. what I was going to talk about. I always liked that even though... You know, Frank's the boss. He always treats people as equals. Like, I don't know. I think my favorite thing in the whole movie is when Jimmy's running out of that building when there's that big shootout, and you don't know where Frank is, and Frank just pulls up in the car just looking at, at Jimmy. 
and they just get in and yeah, start no, being yeah, a team. Yeah, no words. They just go. Yeah, didn't didn't leave him Under, like a lot of heads un- would have. Underrated car chase scene. And oh, I, I've seen a lot of car chase scenes in my life. That was very for the time for the nineties. Great. Yeah, they use a limo as a weapon a lot in this. Oddly enough, or a tactical mm-hmm. weapon. And it's effective. It is. When I forgot him popping out of the sunroof and then out of the side ones. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, the other thing I was going to mention. Slick Chappelle show connection. Does anyone remember uh, Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories? Yeah. You remember when he's like Rick James always called us darknesses. Cause yeah. Of, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's character in this always just calls uh, Wesley Snipes black. Hey, what's up, Black? <laughs> he always just calls him that. That's not his name. He just calls him that. And I always, he's just an asshole. Yeah, just he's an asshole. And I always thought. And at the because I'd seen Chappelle's show before can. this, and I always yeah. But thought, Wesley Snipes did completely hawk an entire loogie. Oh, God. into fucking into fucking Lawrence Fishburne. He gets out of jail, and they're I walking out, that. and they meet out in the parking lot, and it's and then Jimmy Jesus. jumps Isis. Because he don't give a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, fucking wild. treat yourself like a king and or queen and go watch King of New York. Please. But are we out of here, guys? Yep. Thanks uh, for having me, guys. Oh, dude, always thanks, a pleasure. Always. always a pleasure. Well, everyone, go out there and be the best Frank White you can be. Woo! I heard that. I heard that. <laughs>